gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? You're talking to two guys from Hialeah and West Kendall, and one with a Raleigh Fingers mustache, so I think you're good. <laughs> Ricky Vaughn style, baby. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, who flips their bat like that in a single? I'm here for A guy it. that's hitting 200, bro. Listen, you paid $5 for your ticket, even if you're sitting behind home plate. Get, get, get paid a big bucks. He knows a little better than I do. Uh, and he's very handsome. So handsome. Super handsome. handsome. Your expectations as a Marlins fan should have changed by now. All the feels, man. Like, I love Pablito so much. I don't for your ball. It depends on what you give up. Man. I don't like that question, Danny. I, oh. I, I don't. <laughs> Why would you let me see it if I can't have it? Like, I feel like the Marlins. Jerk. Starting staff has looked so much better. Uh, All three you know. of them. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one, guys. I believe, I believe. The Marlins have the worst run differential in the national. Oh man, now this 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 was the wrong choice, but I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number 31, number one of 2024. We are the Battered Marlins fans, and we're welcoming you to an off-season update special. Uh not too much actually special about it. Not too much going on. If this is going to last more than three or four minutes, I'd be surprised. So let's go around the horn. Let's start clockwise. Kali, Happy New Year. How are you doing, sir? Doing all right, man. Uh, I was uh, I was talking uh, talking to you boys before I got on. I was sitting yeah, in man, Panera working on some stuff, wearing my Take October. Exactly what I'm wearing, this Take October shirt, the Marlins hat. I kind of sit back for a second just to collect thoughts, and this guy's just looking at me, and he just gives me – I know this is a bad podcast, but he just, like, nods his head in disapproval, just like, damn shame. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I mean, you knew it wasn't the smartest idea to purchase that shirt when you knew that it was going to take a couple weeks to get there. That's a, that's the funny thing about buying this shirt uh, is that I bought it, and then when I got it, I'd forgotten I'd ordered it. So, even better. So it was like, oh, shit, right. Now I just have to relive this pain all over again. Salt on the wound, man. All right. Uh, Spaz, how's the new year treating you, sir? Uh, You know, as good as it can be, I guess. Uh, I did shave the awful goatee that I had. Thank Uh, you. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't working out. Uh, uh, We'll get into it, but the Marlins haven't done shit. The Dolphins are not doing well, and Arsenal are also not doing well. So... Uh, it's like uh, what, Michael Scott. What is? Uh, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. So <laughs> it, it had to go. It had to go. But uh, whatever, man. We're here. We're trucking along. I love that flavor saver. What's going on, Brian? How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing about as good as Cali. I had a similar experience in the last week at uh, I was at Barnes and Noble wearing my Take October shirt, and some guy just started nodding at me and then busted out laughing. And he goes, you guys will hold on to anything. And then he just walked past me. I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> and then I yelled at him, uh, subscribe to Battered Marlins fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like no name is more appropriate for any team in this league. Uh, oh, but yeah. we we were supposed to record last week. We decided we would record every two or three weeks. And we said, you know, by the time we get on there, this should be enough to talk about. But honestly, crickets, like yeah. this has been a very odd offseason because there's literally been nothing happening. And I'll start with Brenton. Brenton, what do you think is going on in the front? Did they forget that the offseason started? 
Um, you know, it's very unmarlins like normally at this point we're bitching and moaning because they've traded everybody away for prospects and oh. you know, we're just getting ready for more pain. So I guess that's the bright side of no activity is we haven't traded everyone off, but um, you know, I I don't know what what's his name? Peter? That's the new guy. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Mr. Mr. Bendix. Yeah, he he's not even in a like, oh, Peter Bendix did this, did that. So I haven't even really said his name much. So, you know, <laughs> we're here. Well, well, this is it. Well, at least personally, I mean, I can't speak for you guys. You guys have been diehard Marlins fans all your lives. But this isn't what I expect from an offseason when you overachieved. You have a nice little core going. I figured this is the time to build on that. And Christian Betancourt was acquired December 10th. It is now January 4th, and correct me if I'm wrong, there haven't been any acquisitions since then. That's almost a full month, and between then and now, we had the winter meetings, which is when a lot of things go down. Are we expecting to just roll it out with the squad we currently have signed up right now, Cali? Um, According to what I was told, and... I, w- I want to say this. Um, I know a lot of guys have a lot of sources and stuff like that. The person I know, um, I will say, works directly very closely for the club. He, The words I was told from him was don't fall in love with anybody on the current roster because it seems like everyone is for sale and there doesn't seem to be any intentionality in bringing people in. Um, at least no one that's going to, that's gonna, you know, change the world and, and make us, you know, Move the a better team or anything like that. Right. So it's seemingly, it seems now this off season, we are very much sellers. And, and from my understanding, and this part wasn't said to me directly, but just me, you know, using deductive reasoning. Um, it seems like we're just going to start stripping this thing for parts, start building up the farm system and kind of start over. And apparently no one's off the table, including Sandy, including Yuri, including jazz. Like everybody is, is there and and to kind of uh to kind of turn to the chat real quick um anthony asked uh you know well what team what, what team would make the most sense in terms of compensation for for jesus lasardo he's a guy uh he's a guy from my understanding he's like on the top of the training block he he's the, he's going to be the first one probably the first one to go um you know i i, I mean we're, we're getting to a point now that, that rosters are, are kind of starting to to roll out. I mean, spring training is, you know, a little over a little over a, um, month. A, little over a month away until pitches and catches report and all that stuff. Um, I, I can I can see it. I don't think like a like a big time contender will make a move for him, but I think somebody kind of on the cusp very much might. Um, so I think we off the top, we eliminate Dodgers. We eliminate uh, we eliminate the Yankees. It's going to go to a, he's going to go to a team that has a rich farm system that is willing to part ways with with some of their top young guys for for a guy that may give them that extra push into the offseason. Um looking at teams that are pretty good that might be trying to get to make that next jump. The Blue Jays off the top of my head, the Red Sox probably off the top of my head are, are kind of in a rebuild mode and maybe that's what they're what they're aiming for. Um Minnesota. The Minnesota, the Giants, I think those are kind of the markets that we're we're looking at right now. Um, the Mariners, we seem to to make a lot of deals with them too. That that wouldn't shock me. Um, I know they were trying to talk to about talk to George Soler about coming back, but I, I don't I don't think that one's happening. So, yeah, I think Jesus is going to be one that we see gone a lot sooner than later. 
And I think as the offseason rolls on and as we get into the beginning of the season and maybe, you know, we'll start the season with some guys, but by the time the all-star break comes around, I don't think we'll have a lot of those guys around still. Wow. So, so you really think that this is just going to end up being a rebuild here? Yes. Damn. I, I do. From my understanding, from what I've been told, that's, that's kind of exactly what it's going to be. Danny, this is like Game of Thrones, man. Don't fall in love with anybody because they're going to be fucking gone soon. Yeah, this is the red wedding right here this offseason. No, <laughs> no, the red wedding was in 2003 when we traded off the entire fucking World Series team. This is, uh, you know, that's the thing. Like, yeah, like, this is more Game of Thrones. Like you lose a little, everybody a little, a little at a time. A red wedding was, was definitely like, hey, we're, we're shipping off. Luzardo's going to go to whatever the equivalent of us last year was that we just needed a little piece to like get us over. And then, you know, that, that's where Luzardo will go, unfortunately. Well, I know Kali said that he rules out the Yankees. I, was, I, I know the Yankees roster pretty well. The Yankees are in need of starting pitching, and we have a plethora of catchers in the farm system. That, that's like the deepest position that the Yankees have. I mean, I don't know if the Martins are looking to, to upgrade a catcher with a young catcher. Maybe they're looking for something, something else. But, I mean, if they need a catcher, I mean, that, that's one team that you can call. Uh, Austin Wells, I think, is off the table. But we got uh, quite the deep... Uh, catching prospects. Uh, Spaz, Spaz, what are you thinking about the the lack of movement in the offseason? Do you think it's intentional? Uh, somebody had mentioned that it was intentional. I think Callie had mentioned it mm-hmm. intentional. I don't – I just don't think we have – I just don't think we have – besides the, the obvious names like Guzardo, things like that, and Sandy who's not even going to pitch this year, I just don't think we have a lot besides that unless we just bundle a bunch of guys together. And we're just kind of in a spot where I think we're kind of just fucked, man. Like, and because he is new, I don't know. I mean, he's new with us, but he was with the the Rays. I just don't know how relationships work, you know, as far as with other teams when you go somewhere else. So I, I don't know. I'm really, really surprised that we just haven't done anything, but I think we're going to go for the fuck it. We ball special, like run it back, unfortunately, except with less uh, talent. So it's unfortunate, but we'll be there opening day, uh, you know, whatever uh yeah it, let's say hypothetically you're running back with the current roster <clears throat> i mean there has to be some other additions here and there but let's say hypothetically you're running back do you think this team is good enough to get to 80 wins the way it's constructed right now because i mean we still have bell we still have burger we still have jazz we still have for the time we have arise we have yuri i mean lazardo hasn't been traded off braxton garrett is still here you don't think that this team is good enough to still get to 80, hover around 80 wins, maybe get things interesting in September? I right? And you don't nope. think? I would be very shocked. Very, very really? shocked. Yeah. What, um, what is it? Is it the solar exit that, that, that puts you? Because outside of solar, what else have we lost? We lost Julie Gurriel. Okay. We lost Hampton. Okay. I mean, we haven't lost any huge piece. I, I understand solar is a big power piece, but I mean, Bell is, is with us now. Burger's with us now. I think. I, w- I don't want them to stay stand pat. I don't. But if they run it back with the team that they have right now, I think this team could still be somewhat competitive. But remember all yeah. those wins that we had, all those one-run wins, that, like we finally flipped around and like we were winning those. I just don't see us win. It's good for 100 wins. Okay. <laughs> I like C's, man. <laughs> oh, C's are drinking that Danny Kool-Aid with the uh, optimism. Yeah. No, I, just I, I was right last year. You were. Believe. You were. Believe. <laughs> but I just don't see it, man. Like I, I, I think no. those one-run wins don't go our way if we just run it back right now. I, I, I think I think the loss of Sandy makes it difficult. Yeah. Well, that and, and so on top of that, you know, very much so our rotation. Like we don't know who 
we don't even know who one is going to be if Lazardo's gone. But even if we run it back, same team, Lazardo at one, Brax at two. You don't know who three. Brax got to be one. Three and Yuri's got to be back up. Yeah, but from what I understand, Yuri is on a pitch count again this year. What? He's on an innings count. Oh, yeah. What the hell is going on here, man? From what I've heard, and, and then the other thing I'm hearing is that Max Meyer is generating interest. And so that was a guy that I figured would slot into the five role. Uh, top prospect who just really hasn't gotten going because he got injured, what, five starts into his his major league debut. Um, and I'm hearing some rumors about him probably being on the move if we're looking to add like a veteran piece somewhere. What about the myth that is uh, six, though? <laughs> All right. Listen, All right. I would not. I would not be surprised to see him on the opening day roster. Well, if if we're even... trading people away, if we're trading people away, he's going to be there because no one wants him, and we're going to have uh, what's his name out in the outfield that nobody else wants. Cali. Oh no, don't I don't want to hear his name. Yeah, uh, Cali. So, do you think we run it back with this current team, right? I understand that things will happen, right? We will trade some people away and we will acquire some new heads. It's almost impossible for us to start the season with this exact current roster. But hypothetically, if we did, do you think the current roster as it sits right now is good enough to get us to at least 80 wins? I personally think it is. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's funny how the resident optimist and Spazzy and I being the the the, the pessimist, mm-hmm. um, kind of flipping, flipping platforms here a little bit. I think if the roster maintains, I mean, all those young guys get a year older. Mm-hmm. You know, Skip is still at the helm. He's he's proved that he's been able to get the best out of out of some of the younger guys. Jazz um, could finally be healthy, almost a full season. Yeah, yeah possibly. Jazz can, can be healthy. So it, you know, things can things could look up. Now we lose a lot of power numbers in in George Solar. Um, we'd have to make those up somehow. Maybe a full season of Burger. Who knows? A full season of Bell. Bell who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, yeah, I think this team can get to 80 wins. If if it remains intact, that won't be the case. I'm, I'm I can almost assure you. Um, but they, uh, but yeah, I, I think this team can. I don't I don't think it will when, when it when it all comes when it all comes down because I, again I think there are some moves incoming. Um, but yeah, I, I would again don't fall in love with anybody. Everybody from from Jazz down to to Fortes are, are on the are on the chopping block here. Um, you know, lots so, of good uh, questions there. You explain why the, why they're putting Dewey you know? Yeah, so he's so it, it's a combination of what you said, Anthony. They, they he's young, he's twenty. Um, you know they they don't want to burn him out by any stretch. But and the then, service yes. time already the service time I think already went away. Oh, it started think, last year yeah. because he played enough last year where the service time isn't a yeah thing anymore. I don't think that's the issue. I think it's yeah. mainly. Um, like last season was the most pitches he's ever thrown in his career. And so like with young arms, you want to take your time with them. You want to give them time to stretch out that arm. And it's just like our whole rotation last year, basically through a, the, the highest that they've ever thrown. So you, you worry about a kid like that getting dead arm or, or, you know, hurting his arm as he's, cause he's only 19. He's still Probably still growing in some senses. Maybe you know. I, I appreciate Anthony hitting um, us with these questions. Uh, uh, do Do you think? And I'll give this to, to Brighton. Is Fulton ready to make the jump to the major leagues? Mm, no. 
<laughs> Short answer, no. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that we have many top prospects who are ready for the for the majors at this point. I do um, think we'll see Soriano plenty this year yeah, again. I, yeah, I think we'll Soriano see Soriano last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see him a lot more this year. Like, let me pull up the list here. But yeah, um, and also just from a business standpoint, they want to keep Yuri healthy, and because he's arguably maybe our, our most valuable asset in terms of what we can get back. Oh, a hundred. I think we can get because, more for Yuri than we can for jazz. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's an arm arms are arms are, are diamonds. You know, that that's, and, and that's what you want. And he's um, 20. He's young, still in a very controllable phase of his career. Um, he's a guy that they'll give you a shit ton of, of draft picks and, um, and uh, you know, some, some young prospects, if, if that's the route they're looking to take, I would hope that they actually want to build around Yuri because he is so young. Um, yeah. But I'm uh, again, and I haven't heard anything otherwise, but from the, again, just the phrase that was said to me is don't fall in love with anybody. And I would guess like if, if we're going to ship off Yuri, like it's gotta be a big, big haul. Because like, if you're looking, like if you look at our prospects, like think about it. Like in a couple of years, we could have a rotation with Max Meyer, um, Yuri, Noble Meyer, Thomas White, if he pans out, which everything, you know, they're both making the jump to single A out of advanced A this last season. Um, Anthony brought up Fulton. Like there's a lot of talent. Like I would love to see Yuri be the new Sandy at some point and lead the rotation. But, um, you know, I think it's probably going to take like a, like a, a a package of rebuild your farm system in one go to get Yuri out of here. So kind of uh, to what Callie said that build around, uh, build around Yuri. I wouldn't be surprised if like this year is just like, fuck it. And then wait for Sandy to come back. And then you have Sandy, Yuri, maybe we keep Brock. And then we have like a full healthy ass, like pitching rotation. And then, you know, we, we figure out, the field you know that's that's something that i think might be able to happen if we're really not making any moves right now there might just be fuck it let's wait till next season i don't know you guys right, tell well, me braxton goes into arbitration next off season um one thing that i want to mention real quick before we start talking about fan fest i think we, we just randomly touched on jazz real quick about him possibly staying healthy i think this could possibly be jazz's best season with the marlins this is his contract year yeah. But this is contract year, and you, you would assume that he's going to get a big contract if he stays healthy and produces the way he does whenever he plays. He's going to play. I mean, obviously, he'll play through pain if necessary, unless it's something crazy. I think we're going to get a lot out of Jazz this year, and I think we need to capitalize on that. I think well, that he he's going to be stealing bases, yeah, stealing bases, hitting homers. I, I think this is going to be a big time year for Jazz, and uh. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into that in, a, in later so. episodes as the yeah. season gets started, start uh, gets closer. But um, but yeah, this might you be a big, see that big video of him uh, hitting batting practice. Uh, yeah, today. yeah. Where was he? I'm not sure where he was actually, but uh, he looked like it was like a high school field or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as everything he looked good, swing looks good. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. He, he the talent's there. He he has the ability. <laughs> it's just a matter of it's just a matter of of staying healthy. When I look Stay at healthy, bro. Yeah, yeah um, I'd I'd probably see more Levon than El Duque just because yeah. Levon in his heyday was more of a power pitcher, and I think Sandy is that El Duque was more uh, finesse control, had an arsenal of pitches. 
Yvonne did too, but Levon could also blow by you. And Duque was net. I, I only use the Sandy comparison just because, um, you know, I think a Sandy is like a guy who anchors the the bullpen and or the rotation is just like the go to guy. Um, and it's and also I like also his mentor. use that. Yeah, I use it because they have very similar throwing motions too. Um, and they, there's Sandy a lot of similarities. Than, I think I think Yuri ends up being better than Sandy too. Yeah, because Yuri funny. Yuri is a more like go after the hitters type of pitcher, where Sandy sometimes has this tendency to kind of pitch around a little bit, and that's only just because Sandy has more breaking breaking pitches than Yuri right now. So we'll see if Yuri develops another pitch this offseason. That would be fantastic. Uh, so really excited. Uh, pitcher than Sandy. <laughs> Well, uh, they announced that on January 26th, there's going to be a Marlins Fan Fest. Now, yeah. I've never attended a Fan Fest. I don't know. I know Spaz has. I don't know if Cali or Brian has. <laughs> so, yeah. what are you guys expecting from this Fan Fest? Because if no more moves are made, are they really trying to sell people season tickets? Like, what are they really yeah. offering us? Hold on That's to your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what it is. So, Spaz, out, you... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Oh, oh no. I was gonna say they'll trot out guys like Birdie, Fortez, you know those those type of those type of guys, and you know to shake hands and take pictures and all that stuff, and you know they'll sell some merch, and you know they'll try and get you to buy season tickets. You know, I, I'm, I'm there, there's no one there that I mean, yeah, maybe a <clears throat> maybe a rise comes out, maybe Jazz comes out, but it's like. It's really hard to get excited about a season when there when there's clearly no effort from the. I uh, would be shocked if Burger isn't there. Burger Hamugesa. Yeah, he'll be yeah. there. I have a feeling. I hope so, uh, man. I hope they bring all the guys out. But yeah, uh, Spaz, how how has the fan fest been for you recently? Um, I mean, it's it's always on a weekend, and this time it's on a Friday, so I think that's gonna like be a huge hit and it's only from five to nine yeah on a friday it's so difficult to get to the park by game time which is you know late, seven. Late six, early seven um I, I don't think there's going to be a huge crowd i'm a huge fan uh, of the of the fan fest just because they sell a lot of like retro things they they have a lot of vendors that they put in the front and they have like a lot of teal a lot of like 93 97 uh, 2003. They do sell a lot of that stuff. Um, oh, that's cool. A lot of collectibles and stuff. Yeah, too. a lot of collectibles. I'll be there. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. be there like a chump. I'll be there. The, the only thing is that, yeah, like I just don't think it's gonna be well attended. Um, they're gonna be Which pushing good. hard. They they used to push a lot, like for full season and half season. They've been doing a lot. Like, uh, if you're a Marlins member, I think you only need to have like a 15 game package or something like that. So they've been pushing that a lot. But honestly, like, like I've told you guys a thousand times, like I canceled mine. Because Danny was taking his family for twelve bucks, and I'm paying, you know, twenty bucks. A game. <laughs> so like, yeah, like I just don't see, and especially with no moves, I I feel really bad for the salespeople. Like I don't think they're gonna do very well in that. So, um, but it's a good time if you can make it. You know, whatever, walk around the park. I always like being at the stadium. So we'll see. Uh, Anthony's asking, "What took us so long to start the show? You guys are on Cuban time. Well, I, I think some of you guys are Cuban, right? Cali, you're Cuban. I'm Cuban." Spaz is Cuban. Brighton is I'm very punctual for a Cuban, though. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I mean, just to be fair, we we got together and we hadn't gotten together on screen in a while, also. So we just randomly just started shooting this. We got to shoot the and, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. And then, yeah, we kind of just lost, we together. lost track of time. Yeah. So uh, don't worry. We're usually very punctual. Today was just, uh, you know, we hadn't we hadn't talked in a while. All right. Yeah. So uh, you guys said that there is Serie del Caribe coming to uh, Lone Depot Stadium. Uh, I had no idea what this was. You guys, this is one of the things we were actually talking about before we came on live. Yeah. Uh, uh, who, who, who is it that is an expert at this? Because I, I've, I've never followed Serie del Caribe. I mean- I don't think anybody's an expert. It's nothing crazy. Like yeah. it's just I never even heard of it. Essentially exactly what it sounds like. Think of it as like a condensed world baseball classic. Like you're not oh, getting like the Japan world and, baseball classic. Yeah, yeah, you're getting like the Caribbean teams, <laughs> like Venezuela's involved, like every, anybody right there on the Caribbean is, is their teams are playing. But I have never heard of this. Jimmy Conga Captain for baseball. Yeah, it's the cap for baseball. That's perfect. Yearly? Like I had never heard of this before. Um, I think it's like a bi-yearly thing. I think they do it in between baseball classics. It's fairly new, though. If I, yeah, at least being this widely publicized, it might have been going on before. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a fun time. Like the games are already sold out. Like the packages that they had on sale. Um, I didn't see any single tickets through Ticketmaster. I don't know. Maybe they're waiting to release those, but. Um, if you can make it out, like the games are going to be wild. If you guys remember what it was like last year with the World Baseball Classic here, it was insane. And so um, we'll start seeing like, uh, no, it's not professional teams in in those countries. It's the countries themselves the playing. Yeah, it's yeah. the national teams. So it's just like the World Baseball Classic. Anthony according just to, just put a thing in oh, there. That's what I was responding according to. to Wikipedia. According to Wikipedia, it's been around since 1949. Oh, wow. I believe it because a lot of the teams that are in it are not powerhouse teams. Like the Bahamas, I think, are playing. Um, Curaçao is playing. Yeah. I think Bermuda. Like It's a lot of of smaller teams um, and smaller nations that, that obviously would probably never make it to the World Baseball Classic. Except then you're talking about like some powerhouses like Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Venezuela's in it. Um, maybe I'm looking so, at the wrong thing because this is saying that the that the current win, the current uh, champion is Caracas, and the year before that was Santo Domingo, and uh, in twenty in twenty twenty was San Juan. So I might be looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, Caracas is a city in Venezuela, so you're exactly talking. exactly. So I think I might be looking at the wrong thing. So maybe okay. there's another tournament like like Anthony's talking about where it's like the professional leagues, like they're all star teams or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't pay That'd attention cool. to I don't pay attention to those professional leagues too much. I just know like in the winter now, like a lot of guys go to the league in the Dominican Republic or Venezuela and stuff like that. Um actually in, in regards to that, shout out my boy Coco Montes, who you know, I, I threw batting practice to him a lot once upon a time. He's in the Rockies organization, made his debut this year. He uh, he tore it up with uh, I, I I don't remember which team, but a team in the Dominican Republic. So good for him. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very surprised that we made it to 30 minutes. I really thought that this <laughs> show might be five minutes and out, but uh, yeah. it's always cool. Uh, Anthony carrying the load today. And Anthony, yeah, Anthony ran yeah. the show. Jeez, come <laughs> I feel Anthony bad. He asked definitely... about this trade. He asked about this trade like three yeah. Times. Can we get to his question? Which, here's a which, trade. Which I want to get your thoughts on Red Sox get Lazardo and the Marlins get Marcelo Meyer, Roman Anthony, and Kyle Teal. Um, yeah, that that sounds realistic. That's a solid. Mm-hmm. That's a solid package for for some good prospects that will be big league ready and. 
probably the next two, three yeah, years two. or so. Some of them maybe even sooner. Um, yeah. that, that would be that would be something. I don't know if it's the Red Sox. I said the Red Sox completely arbitrarily, but uh, with a team like the Red Sox or and what we're looking to get back, I think that's I think that's accurate. I think that's about. Well, I have right. heard the Red Sox being uh, named as one of the teams interested in Lazardo, so there might be yeah. something to what Anthony's saying there. That listen, if that's the package, I take it. I think that's a solid return for Lazardo. I mean, my ideal scenario is Lazardo stays, but I'm probably and not going to happen with Lazardo, especially like where he's kind of at his peak value because he's not he yeah. he's he's getting up there in age. Um, he's thrown the most pitches he's thrown in his entire career. The list. I hate it when people say he's getting up there in age and he is significantly younger than me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, once the three start flashing, man, you gotta, you, you oh. gotta start. Cause That's what is he? 26? No, no, no. He's, nah, he's, he's, he's close to 30. If not. Yeah. No, I, I want to so venture and say he's uh, over. Uh, no, I thought he was 28. Oh no, he's tw- oh he is twenty six. He's right. Oh okay. yeah, he's, he's I didn't think he was that old. He's yeah, and he was. but yeah, you're right. He's uh, I don't know why I thought we, him and I played in high school at the same time, but anyway. oh, so now oh. we find out all the Cali stories yeah, are bullshit. <laughs> so in high school, my junior year, I played against uh, Stillman Douglas, which is where he went to high school. Apparently. And Anthony and Anthony Rizzo was on that team. We played at FIU, which is pretty cool. We beat them so blow me anthony rizzo all right um one last thing i I wanted to bring up and then we'll get out of here uh i saw this really random stat uh on talking baseball their their base their their account and it said that the last time that a major league player started and played all 162 games was juan pierre back in 2004 that is crazy. He's built when different. He his... God, yeah, man. JP was the best. I know the. I know. I want to say Derek Lee did it. Did it for us a little earlier than that. Um, the timeline sounds right with Pierre, but no. I know there was a season where Derek Lee played all 162. Also, I don't know if that was 2001, 2002. 2003, it's not just playing 162. It's it's starting on because some people are like the age or what. But he yeah. literally played the field. And there was no DH then for oh, us. No. Like right. he was, he was in the field, center field, every game. Pierre was <laughs> that guy was a so special, special breed of human. One of my favorite JP memories. He uh, he squared up to bun the third baseman crash, which is a normal thing to do, especially with a with a speedy guy, and he just bunts it right over the third baseman's head, and he legs it out for a double. Yes, yes. Yeah. That guy, that guy was impressive, man. That that was he, a, a special, special, special play. He was one of the few guys that could go up and like square up to bunt, and you would get excited. Yeah, like I, I don't remember another Marlin that you would get excited when you went to see them bunt. He was one. That 2003 team was 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 underrated. I think, even though they won, I still think they were underrated. Yeah, I mean they they were. We went in. We went into. I mean, we beat the a Yankees team that had you know a rotation of. You know, Clemens, Clemens Pettit, Pettit. You know that that team was that team was ridiculous. You know, and then obviously Mariano. And then you look around the lineup. You know, you Giambi. had you had Giambi at first. You still had uh, you, you know, you had Prime Jeter, you had Prime yeah. Sano, you had Bernie Williams, also Soriano, Soriano. That team was was stupid. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and for I don't like stats, bro. Stats don't matter. Look at that. The Marlins came in and won that shit. 
That's yeah. it. The biggest trade, the biggest trade in franchise history to bring in Pudge. That you know that was that was some magic. I, I mean, I still remember the defensive. You had Pudge behind the dish, Derek Lee at first, Castillo at second, Agon at short, Lowell third. Then you had JP in center. You'd have Miggy playing right towards the end. Um, Conine and left. That team was. And then on the bump, you had uh, back and in. They brought Conine midseason. Yeah, they brought him back. Brought him home. Yeah, yeah, Mister Mister Marlin, and he made that throw to he threw out JT Snow at the plate. I was there. I was, I was at that there. game, and that was probably my favorite moment seen live ever. My my claim to fame moment for that year was I was at Game Four of the World Series when Aegon hit the walk off. Um, mm. that, that was mine. Uh, I was at what was it Game Five because we clinched on six, right? We clinched in six, yeah. Yeah, so I was at Game Five. Mm-hmm. I was way up in uh, right field, way up oh, no. in the in the corner. We were, I, we were sitting on the third base side, but we were like way the hell up there, like way the yeah. hell. And then it, That's the, the first time I've ever felt a stadium like move. Yeah, like, like this the up the upper deck was like shaking. I was really scared, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch you at the Orange Bowl. I felt it shake plenty. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the fear just makes it a little better. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, gentlemen? I don't know. I hope we get some moves done, man. Um, you know, see what yeah, the hell happens next week. Good. And then if not, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. We're supposed to be back every two weeks. We might push it to three if there's absolutely nothing going on. But we'll Hopefully see what we'll we'll talk about. Yeah. But, but it, should, but be it should, something. Be, should be January 18th, the next time we jump on here. Uh, yeah. the, the week before, maybe we'll just do it January 25th, the day before Fan Fest. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, uh, Brenton? Um, just if you can get out there and, and hit up uh, Fan Fest, I, I, I would suggest doing it because it's always a cool experience. You know, it's a lot of times it's like a, the hardcore Marlins fans that are there. Um, I haven't been recently, but when I used to go, it was the hardcore fans and like you can get some cool collectibles and cool stuff out out front and and just hang out. And so, you know, I'm hoping to go and hopefully see I know I see Danny. I know Spazzy will be there. Yeah. I know he will. And his arsenal uh, kit. Just real quick, uh, Anthony, I, I this, if this is the trade you're talking about, I, we put it up and I think we addressed it, right? Yeah, yeah we, we talk we, about this. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Cal or Spaz? Um, for me, just, I mean, again, don't fall in love with anybody. And then just to address Anthony real quick, uh, <laughs> do you, did I expect, uh, Jaime Wick to, to play this well? I did not. None of us did, but you got to tune into battered heat fans to talk about that one a little more at 10 o'clock, t- 10 o'clock tonight, battered heat fans. I don't see that comment, but I agree. Uh, <laughs> Spaz final thoughts. No, man, we'll be back in a few weeks. Hopefully some trades have been made. Uh, that happens. Let's go Dolphins no. and, uh, you know, let, let's get, keep it Big going. Big one on Sunday. Big one on Sunday. Don't forget, Big bottles out. Ooh. I don't know what that means. Bottles out, Spaz. Bottles oh, out. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out <laughs> Yeah, we, right. we, we need Top of the league. Arsenal Liverpool. Arsenal Liverpool. We need us. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> All right. If you are listening on audio, uh, please leave us a five-star comment review. Thank you for joining us all the way to the end. If you are listening on YouTube, Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. And for those of you that were in the chat, especially you, Anthony, today, you were the MVP of the show. Hey, man, we appreciate you, you checking yeah. with us. Uh, please like, subscribe, like I said. 
And until the next one, which will probably be in two weeks or so, have a good one.